Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Today we're going to talk about stress, or maybe not. We get loads of questions about stress, and I think it's really helpful, guys, if, if you have a negative question, write it down and then change it to a positive one. Because the real question here is not, is it possible to live a life without stress? That's not the question. The real question is, what is possible in a life of constant peace? All stress died on the cross. All negative things died on the cross. So we can't ever work from a negative. We have to work from the opposite instead. There's no good talking to God about stress because he's just going to look at you and say, hang on a minute, we killed that. Jesus took it into the grave and he didn't make it out. So <laughs> a new person made it out and that new person is... A, the new model only works on peace. It doesn't work on stress. And the great thing about peace is you already have it. You don't have to ask God for peace because it comes with Jesus. It's part of the package. The very idea that you can be in a habitation relationship with Jesus, that he lives on the inside of you. Oh, but, you know, peace is an extra. You have to, like, pay for an optional extra, like it's an app or something. Peace is not an app. Joy is not an app. It comes with the package. You already have peace inside of you. Like you're already loved by God enormously. And that's why you're accepted in the beloved, because you are the beloved. You're in Christ. He's beloved of the Father. If you're in him, then you're beloved of the Father. So... It's not about asking God, can you just make me feel beloved? It's more like you saying, Lord, thank you. I am the beloved. And it's a fact. It's a fact of life, people. You are beloved of God and you have peace. Jesus said in the Gospels, my peace I give you. And what he's, what he's talking about here is all these things come with my presence. It is the best life package Ever. And it's life assurance. God doesn't do insurance. He only does assurance. So he's always, his goal is always <laughs> to make you confident. Always to make you confident. So what is possible in a life of constant peace? The thing I like about the fruit of the Spirit is I think all of them are like the spiritual emotions of God is how I see them. You know, God has emotions, right? Because he gave them to you, and you're supposed to be like him. So he feels things. He laughs, you know. He's always peaceful. He's always loving. You always know where you are with God because he doesn't change. So there's a whole range of spiritual emotions that belong to you, and a lot of them uh, are in the fruits of the Spirit which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. What does that mean? Nothing works against the fruit of the Spirit. Nothing. Have you ever wondered, though? I mean, I like the first eight, but 
self-control. I kind of like feel, what? Did you like just stick that in, Lord? Is that like an optional extra? Did you not know where to put it? So you put it in that package. What is self-control doing with gentleness and all the other stuff? And I think it's because self-control, to me, it feels like if the fruit of the Spirit is the branches of a tree, then self-control would be the trunk that everything is built out from. Because very often when we get into situations, you know, we lose it. We get mad, we get angry, we can become down, we become depressed, we come under something, and we're not controlling how we are responding. In fact, we are probably doing the opposite of reacting. So I see self-control as the pause button. Come on, you know how pause button works on your TV remote, right? You know, you get into a good part in the show, you need a body break, what do you do? You press the pause button. And what's that doing? It's putting the program on hold while you do something else. That is exactly what self-control is. It's you pressing the pause button so that you don't get angry, so that you don't get depressed, so that you don't get negative in any way. You press the pause button on yourself, or you can press the pause button on your situation. Just pause it for a few hours while you think about what God is doing and what your response is. Then when you're ready, unpause it and do the opposite. Yeah, this is what we're doing. We're pressing the pause button. You can press the pause button on difficult people. It's not that they're going to stand still in the street, you know, and look weird. But what you're doing is you're pressing the pause button on their ability to affect you negatively. I press the pause button on the enemy all the time. It frustrates him, which is much better than him frustrating me, right? It makes him angry, and it stops me from getting angry. Press the pause button. If you don't know what to do, put yourself on hold till you do. Press the pause button. Don't react. Learn to respond. Responding takes a little... You can react in a split second. You know how that goes. You react in a split second and spend the next two months apologizing. Sheesh, what's wrong with that picture? Or you can put yourself on hold so that you can formulate a response. And then when you unpress pause, you know exactly what to do. You know where to stand. You know what to see. You know what to say. You know what to do. Put things on hold. Self-control is the pause button that stops the enemy or negative circumstances from actually transfixing us in, negativ- in negativity itself. So I think with things like stress, you know, you can put it on hold and just ask for peace. If someone is irritating you, you can put that irritation on hold and say, Lord, I just, and just dial up some patience. Lord, I just need some patience right now. Lord, help me to see this person the way you see them. If I could just look out of your eyes for a few seconds, I would know exactly how to respond to this person. When you, when you press that pause button and, um, and self-control rises up in you, you can do anything you want from that place. I use the pause button all the time. Uh, my wife uses it on me, and it pretty <laughs> normally works. Suddenly I wake up thinking, I must take the trash out. 
I must do the dishes. <laughs> you know those girls, they'll just find a way of using it. But I like the pause button because it just sets me free from the tyranny of the moment. And that's really important. And then you can be asking the Lord, what is it you want to give me instead of that? So I'm frustrated. Can I have some patience? I'm annoyed at this person. Can you give me some gentleness, something? Give me something that will work in the best possible way in this situation. And the answer is always going to be yes, because everything is yes and amen in Christ. So when you ask the Lord for provision in that moment, press the pause button, put the situation on hold, ask the Lord, what is it you want to be for me now in this situation? What is the provision here in this circumstance with this person? And then when you receive that, you can unpress the situation and just be that. It gives you... It gives you opportunity to recalibrate yourself in that situation. So we're not always coming from behind, you know, having to not only deal with the situation that's there, but then we have to deal with our reaction that was, you know, out of all proportion. So the best question here, I think, is what is possible in a life of constant peace? If I had peace right now, what would I be seeing? What would I be saying? What would I be feeling? And we, we never go for the negative of the old man, responses, emotions, and reactions, because they're all dead. They're no use to you. That'd be like, you know, grave robbing, you know, digging up that grave, getting the coffin out, taking the lid off, shaking the corpse and saying, I need your negativity. I don't think so. I know, it's a weird thought, right? It's like a Monty Python moment, except it's in the kingdom rather than in a comedy club somewhere. What is possible in a life of constant peace? Beloved, never start learning from a negative question. Always change it. Because the truth is, Jesus is not negative. He's 1,000% positive. He is for you. He is in you. He is with you. He will not fail you. And I love that, that God doesn't fail us. He doesn't fail us and he doesn't forsake us. Those are two separate things. He's not leaving. He doesn't forsake us. But he doesn't fail us. What does that mean? He's never going to give you an F or an E or a D or a C, or a B. He's not going to fail you. Right? Even if you don't get this test, he's still not going to fail you. The good news is you get a straight A every single day. At the start of the day, all through the day, at the end of the day, you've got an A. Why? Because you're in Jesus. So he always gets an A. And he is the beloved, and in him you are the beloved. And what does Ephesians say? You are accepted in the beloved. Accepted, that's an A. A for accepted, that would be you. You're accepted right now. In all of your learning, in all of your lack of experience, you are accepted in the beloved. What's God saying? I'm totally giving you an A. And then what we're going to do is we're going to work with you to turn your A into an A+. 
So then the Holy Spirit works on the things that are negative in your life and he changes them into something else. And when, so when your stress becomes peace and you practice peace, and when you get this lifestyle of peace, that's an A+. Plus. So you've always got an A, but he's turning it into an A+. Plus. What if you can get an A plus in peace? What if you can get to a place where you don't feel the stress anymore because the peace is so compelling? Because you're having such a great relationship with the Prince of Peace who lives in you, that that is so much more compelling. Why would you let yourself get, be stressed when you can have peace, which is totally gorgeous? Why would you do that? Hey, stop doing that. That's my two-word counseling ministry. Stop it. You don't need to do that. You're better because of who is in you. He that is in you is amazing. He that is in you is greater than he that's in the world. So why would you, ex why would you receive stress from someone who's inferior when you could receive peace from someone who's magnificent? I know, it's a hard choice. <laughs> Press the pause button so you can make it. Honestly, I love you guys. I think peace to me is compelling. I love it. I look for it. I expect it. I enjoy it. I like being peaceful. I like peace especially because um, it discombobulates the enemy, which is not a good thing. Which it, Actually, it is a good thing. It's not a good thing for him. I like peace, too, because I could be a carrier of peace. And if I'm walking into a stressful situation, you know, I'm learning to expect that my peace is bigger. What if I could, what if my peace could fill the whole room? What if when I open my mouth and talk, all the stress goes out of a place? Yeah? What if peace is that big? What if you become a carrier of something that's so wonderful, everyone wants, to be, everyone wants to be around you? I like rest. I practice my rest every single day because I like it so much. You know, why would I not? We always do the things that we love. And me, I love being peaceful. I like being at rest. I like being patient. Thankfully, I've got a number of people to practice on. <laughs> One of them is me. <laughs> You've always got somebody where you're practicing something amazing. I think peace is so astonishing. So here's the thought. What is possible in a life of constant peace? And remember, you never, ask, you never have to ask God to give you peace. He already gave it to you. It's already in you. You can say, thank you, Father, I have peace, and I call up that peace in the name of Jesus. Now, that's a great prayer. That'll hold you till the next time you hear a podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it.